Welcome to Highway Christian Community Sermon Downloads. For more sermons, please visit our website. We know you will be blessed as you listen. Take care and God bless. Thank you very much. I am super excited for, for today because this is a subject that is so close to my heart. Um, when I was uh, born again, I went to Bible school for a year, and I don't know what I did, but my, um, the dean of the Bible school says, you, you're teaching next year. My goodness me. I was thrown into the deep end, and I was told to teach on prayer. That was a, curving, a curve like this. And since then, it has been my most favorite subject. So hopefully you'll receive something tonight. And um, as Steve said, and I really, he's taken some of my words there. I want us to reign as kings in this earth because we know how to pray. Let's get into it. We've studied in the first session the to identify as God identifies and to understand the Father's love. We've experienced grace in the new covenant that we can understand our new covenant. We've experienced the comfort and operated in the power and danced with the Holy Spirit. And I'm sure you're all very grateful that there's not a big dance area in the front here, just a little one. Now, those heavenly relationships, we need to bring them down to a point where we can relate to them. Because God is a spirit and we're in the flesh. And so often we find ourselves, how do we relate to this loving heavenly Father through, uh, by the Holy Spirit, through Jesus Christ? How, we, how do we relate to that? And the Bible is full of instruction from that and we will get into that in these next two sessions on how to pray. Simply, prayer is communing with God. It's interacting in the Spirit with God. And it's something that is actually foreign to us in our fallen state. Adam didn't have a problem with it, but we have to learn how to pray. As Steve said, the disciples asked, teach us how to pray. Um, Dutch Sheets, a great intercessor, and there is a wonderful book in the library if you want to borrow it. I encourage you to do that. He says, our motivation for prayer must be relationship, communing with God. Why? Because no relationship built around using another person becomes lasting and meaningful. Prayer will be a survival te te uh, technique, a heavenly 911. This will never result in consistent, meaningful life of prayer. So we've, we've heard the, the love of the Father for us, and our prayer, the main objection, the uh, objective of prayer is to increase our relationship with the Lord. 
not to get stuff. You know that from your children, if they only gimme, 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 and there is no returning your love, that relationship is not very nice. And the same with our father. Andrew Womack says that 90 to 95% of his prayer is worship and studying the word. His main prayer activity is studying the Bible. He's a great teacher. Um, Five to ten percent, obviously, is his supplication. So our prayer must not be motivated um, out of a sense of duty, out of a sense of guilt, or out of a need. Worship should come first. Seeking the giver before the gift. The gift will flow out of seeking the giver, the Lord. Jesus taught his disciples to pray. Start with worship, our Father, who art in heaven. End with worship. Thine is the kingdom. Thine is the glory. And in between, in this sandwich, in the middle of that, somewhere is your supplication. Now, there are lots of types of prayer. And I want to put a disclaimer up right now. I don't know everything. I'm not an expert on this subject. I just love to study it. So hopefully today you'll get some, some um, nuggets out of this. There's all kinds of prayers. Ephesians six eighteen, Praying always with all kinds of prayer and supplication in the Spirit. 1 Timothy 2, 1. Therefore I exhort first of all. You know, this is something that we often forget. This is such a very important um, scripture for us. It says, first of all, first of all, I exhort that all supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men. And that is talking for, about our government, those that lead our church, those that lead our municipalities, those that lead our schools. That is the first thing we should be doing. But look at all the different kinds of prayer there are. Supplications, intercessions, and giving of thanks is prayer. Now what I want to do in these two sessions that I've got is to study prayer in two broad um, categories. And we find in Revelation that we are actually described in these two categories. Revelation 1, 5 to 6, to whom, to whom who loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood and has made us kings and priests to his God and Father. We have been made kings and priests by, by being washed in his blood, by being born again. Revelation 5.10, and have made us kings and priests to our God, and we shall reign on the earth. This is out of the end of the book. At the beginning of the book, we were, Adam was made to reign and rule on earth. We have been, since we've been born again, we have been made as kings and priests to rule and reign in this earth. 
And that's what I hope in this first session that we can, we can um, describe to you and to uh, unpack is how to rule king, kingly rule in our, in, our, in our life. And the next session we're going to talk about interceding as priests. Now, in the Old Testament, there are lots of examples for us where kings of old, David and those many Jewish kings, they represented God before the people. They were to bring heaven on earth and rule and reign on behalf of God through, the, through God's people on the earth. That was the intent of having, having those kings there. In Genesis 1.28, the scripture tells us, Then God blessed them, Adam and Eve, and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over all the fish of the sea, over all the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. Subdue it and have dominion over it. Just quickly through the story, you all know it. Adam obeyed. Satan sinned and authority was stripped from him, this delegated authority that God gave him. The second Adam came, Jesus won back from us, from Satan, the authority back in the earth. And then he says in Matthew twenty-eight nineteen, 19, um, he says, all authority has been given to me, Jesus said. All authority has been given to me by what he did on the cross. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations. So we've gone through a full cycle. Adam had the authority in the earth. Man lost it. Jesus won it back. And now we have that delegated authority back in our hands. What will we do with it? Do we know what to do with it? Satan has managed to bring condemnation even after Christ has died for us, has managed to sap our confidence as to operate as kings, and we need to restore that. We need to get it back. Because the kingdom of God is not going to come on earth unless we rule and reign. And that is for every single person here. I don't care how old we are, how young we are how long we've been born again, how introvert we are, or how extrovert we are. That has got nothing to do with it. Inside, as we know, as we have learned in these courses, the spirit of the universe lives on the inside of us in fullness. And it's up to us to let him out. How do we let him out? I want to have a look at the, um, the scriptures for these two wonderful little words. And this is all the Greek I want you to have a look at uh, today. These two words are the word for ask. Um, sometimes translated pray, asking and praying. The first word, eateo, is to ask as a covenant right. Eriteo is asking as a favor. Now they might, as you know, the um, the English Bible that we read is 
is very deficient in the descriptive words that um, are in the original Greek. As you know, there are, what, four or five words, Steve, for, um, uh, for love. And there's a, there are more than two words for asking and praying. But I want to look at these two because they are very significant in the way that we should pray. Let's have a look at a, a couple of uh, scriptures on this. Out of John 16, Jesus speaking. Sorry, I didn't get it in red, but Jesus is speaking. And in that day, you will ask me nothing. Most assuredly, I say to you, whatsoever you ask the Father in my name, he will give it to you. Until now, you have asked nothing in my name. Ask and you shall receive that your joy may be full. Here's a little quiz. Eoteo is to ask as a covenant right. Eroteo, starts with an E, is to ask as a favor. So as we're reading the scripture, before I tell you the answer, and in that day you will ask me nothing. So that first ask is that A with Aeteo or E Eroteo? Is it a favor or is it a right? Favor, right. Who say that it's a, a right? See up your hands. In that day you shall ask me nothing as a right. And as a favor? Okay. Then the second one, whatsoever you, assuredly I say to you in that day, uh, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give you. Eoteo as a right or Eroteo as a favor? As a right. Okay, we seem to all agree on that one. Until now, you have asked Eroteo or Eroteo? The right? Yes? Favor? Okay, not getting much response here. And until now, you've asked me nothing in my name. Ask and you shall receive. That should be easy. Eoteo. Ask that your joy may be full. Right, now let's have a look. In that day, what is that day? The day is the day after the cross, after resurrection. That is our day. In that day, Jesus was before the cross. He says, you will not ask me as a favor. Oh, okay, Janet. In that day, you won't ask me a favor because... Whatever you ask as your covenant right, my Father, in Jesus' name, he will give it to you. Until now, you have demanded, up before the cross, you have demanded as a covenant right, nothing. Because they couldn't. They could only beg upon the mercy of God as a favor. Because Jesus hadn't died yet. Ask as 
a covenant right, and you will receive that your joy may be full. Are we more confused than when we started? You got it. This is, in that little word, ask, is, it's a massive word. That is telling us, you will receive what you ask, and there are some other conditions we'll get into, whatever you ask on your covenant right, you will receive. Now, isn't that powerful? That is hugely powerful. But if you go to God and ask Him for a favor, He can't answer that. Because you're not calling upon your covenant. If you're asking for a favor, what are you doing? You're saying, please give me something on something that I have done. We have only one way to approach God through Jesus Christ. The only way that we can ask anything in prayer is to go through our covenant. And God is, He can't wait to answer that prayer. But He cannot answer this feeble, begging attitude that unfortunately many churches that we might have come out of, they teach us how to pray. We must be humble. No, we must rule and reign as kings in our covenant right. And I'm not talking about being prideful and demanding something of God. No, he's told you, ask according to his covenant and he will give you. Let's look at another one. Most assuredly, I say to you, that he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also, and greater works that those he will do, because I go to the Father. This is, um, this is for you, Alec. This is your favorite scripture. And whatsoever you ask in my name, that I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If, I, if you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Okay, the first ask is Eateo. We all agreed. The second one, Eateo. That was easy, far too easy. Isn't that powerful? Isn't it? Look at that. Greater works that Jesus did will be done. Why? Because you ask according to your covenant. That the Father may be glorified. That is, that is awesome. That is why we ask. That we, we ask that heaven might manifest on earth for His glory. If you ask according to your covenant anything in my name. It's qualified by in our covenant. I will do it. Now, what are some of those things that we can, we can ask according to our covenant? And it's, it's such a broad thing. I've just tried to pick out two scriptures out of the Old Testament that will, will bring it down to some, some practicality. And I, just to go quickly through it, I've highlighted the words in here. Surely he's borne our griefs and carried our sorrows and those highlighted words are things that we can 
demand of our covenant um, that Jesus has paid for. Grief, sorrow, stricken, smitten, afflicted, wounded, bruised, chastised, peace, stripes upon his back that we might be healed and he has laid upon him the iniquity of us all. Those are what we are called to set the captive free with. As it says in this next scripture, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach the good tidings to the poor. We can set free the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to pour in oil, into, uh, the oil of the Holy Spirit into the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, to the opening of prisons to those that are bind and bound, and to proclaim the acceptable day of the Lord, the day of jubilee. He's called us to do those, to rule and reign on earth, to bring that, the good tidings, the healing, the uh, bounding up the brokenhearted, to bring the acceptable day, the day of jubilee, into this earth by the way that we are conducting ourselves. Now, there's... There's something that I'd like to also touch here. And that is the prayer of agreement. So not only Jesus says that whatever you pray according to your covenant, I will do it for you. Look at this. How about multiplying your rewards? Matthew eighteen nineteen. Again, I say to you that if two of you will agree concerning Anything that they ask. There's that ask again. Don't read your Bible anymore not wanting to know whether that's Eretel or Eretel. Just get your pen out. Although we use our phones these days more than anything. Anyway, what does that ask mean? Is it Eretel or Eretel? It may be done for them by my Father which is in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there in the midst of them. Woo! Glory. Now, two of us get together, and this is most powerful with husband and wife, because we're often together. But even two come to a prayer meeting. It's not just two, there's three. Because he says he is in the midst of them. And he is just waiting to hear those covenant words of, that he's paid for so he can make sure that you get the answer for what you're praying for. Woo! Glory. I don't know where I can stand it anymore. Ah. I think I missed one. Oh, that's right. There's uh, another scripture here that I didn't put up. In Leviticus 26, 8. Five of you shall chase a hundred, and a hundred of you will put ten thousand to flight. Five, again, will get a hundred going. A hundred of you will put ten thousand to flight. That was a, a natural multiplication for the armies of Israel with the Lord on their side. How much more when the Lord of hosts is commanding his angels to answer his word that is on our lips. 
and, uh, and the covenant that he has paid for. Can you imagine if you have paid for this wonderful gift for your children and it sits under the Christmas tree and your kids don't want to open it? What sort of disappointment is that? You want your kids to pile into that and have the fullest joy out of that gift. Same with our Father. So much more our Father wants us to, to take full effect, take full um, effect of that covenant that He's paid for. Leviticus um, 26 8. Now, I don't need to, I don't think I even need to tell you about these, these things because you're all full grace people. But just quickly, just to make sure that we, we do understand. There, there are ways that we need to pray and I don't want to, um, uh, belittle people's prayer and, but I just want to bring a bit of a contrast here. Um, let's pray according to what Jesus has done on the cross, what he's done for us. When it comes to healing, let's not ask the Lord to heal us. Lord, please hear me, uh, heal me someday. Please give me patience to endure until then. How many times have we heard that? And if that's all we've got to pray, then... How pitiful we are. Because He has healed us. So let's not ask God to do something He's already done. And that's most of the examples I want to give you. Jesus has already done it. So therefore, why are we asking Him to heal us? He's done it. And in fact, we're instructed by Jesus, heal the sick. Lord, please give me peace. I feel so depressed. Rather, why don't we say, Devil, I rebuke you. I resist your depressing thoughts. Depression be gone. I have the peace of God which passes all understanding. Let's pray that way rather. For, for us that um, are sharing in a home cell or uh, like behind the pulpit, Lord, please anoint me to preach this gospel. I feel so inadequate. That is such a defeatist attitude. Rather, I am anointed to preach the gospel. Just like Jesus says, I am anointed to preach the gospel, the good news. I'm in him and he's in me by the Holy Spirit. It's a totally different attitude towards it. We are declaring what he is not hoping that maybe we get a favor that he will, he will bless us. My family has been poor always. Lord, help me. I've got a poor education. If you will please help me get by. That is such a defeatist prayer. Rather, Jesus, though you were rich, yet for my sake you were made poor, that I, through your poverty, might become rich. You know what comes out of this? You start speaking the word. You start speaking the word which he's given us to pray. I am an overcomer and will rule in my financial situation. Let's move on quickly. 
Um, there are conditions to this. And in the old charismatic uh, time, when I got born again in the 80s, there was a lot of anti-charismatic uh, talk about, oh, you prosperity people, name it, claim it, blab it, grab it. And there was a lot of words that were said against it. And yes, it might have got a bit extreme. But let's not um, get out of context with here. Because there are conditions that the Lord uh, gives us through Paul. Philippians 2.13 For it is God that works in you both to will and to do his good pleasure. I think, ah, yes, that's the first one I want to do. John 15.7 If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask, Eater, what you desire and it shall be done for you. But this is my, but this, by this my Father is glorified, that you may bear much fruit, so you will be my disciples. We need to abide in Him. In other words, we need to know His word. We need to know His will. We need to know His covenant, so that we can pray according to His will. If we don't, we get into extreme, and we find our prayers are not being answered. Ephesians 3.20 Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. That last little bit, according to the power that works in us. Is the power of the Holy Spirit working in you? Have Have we got him operating in us? Are we yielding our minds to him so that we can pray according to to our covenant. That's a condition. For it is God who works in us, both to will and to do His good pleasure. It's God working in us. We're in partnership with Him. We're not building our own kingdom. We're building His kingdom. Let's remember that. And James 4.3 gives us a warning. You ask, you're demanding according to your covenant, and do not receive because you demand according to your covenant a miss, that you may spend it on your own pleasures. So you think you're praying according to the covenant, um, and you're demanding it, but they're not yours to demand. Those particular prayers that you, you've asked for, because you want to spend it on yourself. And... That needs to be um, interpreted according to your own circumstances. And this is this is wonderful, wonderful end into this. One John five fourteen to fifteen. Now this is the confidence, and I hope we will leave this confidence today with this confidence that if that we have in Him, that if we ask, Aeteo again, anything according to His will, He hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, Eoteo, we know that we have the petitions that we asked of him. That is ultimate confidence. That we pray and we know that we have the answers that we spoke. Now this leads directly into, how many times should I pray for this? There's a simple Simple little rule, and um, every circumstance will be different. But for the most part, kingly prayer, which is praying the prayer of faith for one of those covenant things that Jesus has paid for, praying for somebody for healing, we need to pray once. 
What if we don't see the manifestation? Praise God until the manifestation comes. Andrew Womack says this, and I believe that he's true. If you pray, uh, God, I'm, I'm receiving my healing, I am healed, and then you do it again, which of your prayers was in faith and which wasn't? So how do we reconcile this? When you are praying for yourself or you're praying for another person for a sickness or disease or for, um, for, to cast out a devil or, or whatever it is, whatever that is, and you're praying for that person in their presence, you have their agreement and you're praying for them, pray once and then make sure that you receive the, the answer was sent at the moment that you prayed. Jesus sent, the answer was sent. You've got it. But it's not manifest yet. Praise Him until you receive the answer. Ah, but what about Jesus who prayed for the blind man? He prayed for him twice. In Matthew eight twenty three to 24. He took him outside the city because it was full of unbelief. Good thing to, to remember when you're praying for somebody. Get them out of the way for under unbelief. Then he spit on his eyes and he commanded his eyes to, to see sight. The guy saw trees, men as trees walking. So Jesus just um, spit on his eyes again. He didn't ask, he didn't pray twice. He just enforced what the answer that he had already received. The persistent, the persistent widow. Okay, um, I don't have time. Yeah, we'll deal with that. But the persistent widow, that the judge is not God. That's the quick answer to that one. That is not God. That is our Heavenly Father. It's far better than that judge. Yeah. Okay. So um, we, we only need to pray, pray once and be confident that we have our answer. Right. Um, what we're going to do now is um, we've gone a little bit over. We want to have a... A time of prayer now together and we are going to pray as kingly prayer all right now to do that we are praying for ourselves or we are praying for the person that is in our group we're not praying for a person that is absent that is next week that is intercession that's for next week so if you can get into groups of four um Yeah, if you can try and make as least disruption to the, the, the setup as possible, if you can just bring four chairs together and... Just turn four chairs inward and then it doesn't disrupt everything. Not a problem, we can always tidy up afterwards. Yeah, but. yeah we can tidy up. 
Okay, as soon as you are, are settled, can you listen up? It's also on the, on the screen. What I would like you to do is I would like each person to identify a need. Okay, I'm sure all of us can find something that we can pray. And if everything is perfect in your life, pray for some more finances that you can sow them into the church. Okay, there we are. That means that applies to everybody. Okay. Then, now some of you are going to be put on the spot, but please, this is good for you. Okay. Each person gets prayed for by the group. Okay. So that means at least one person will pray for another person. But that one person can receive prayer from two, three people. Okay. But the condition is every person prays at least once in their understanding for that need that has been declared. Okay. So you don't have to tell us your that your marriage is just about a breakup and some big disaster, okay? Choose something that we can see a manifestation of that right now, okay? So talk to each other, tell each other what your need is, and then get into, into praying. And the rest of you, don't, don't switch off, because I want you to participate. And I'd like you to also invoke the last session of the Holy Spirit in this, invite Him into your prayer, and let's have a prophecy or a word of knowledge or something in our prayer time. Okay? We've got about 10 minutes.